up, everybody? Welcome to episode 40 of the Heroes Die podcast, Soup Not Stew. It's Sam here, and I'd like to put to bed the drama that has been going on completely unnecessarily in these introductions. I want to address some of the things that Ben said last week. Was he right? Have we hung out? Yes. Had I forgotten? Yes. Did I, in fact, have a wonderful time playing Seven Wonders Architects with Ben for a couple of hours? Yes, yes, I did. We laughed a lot. It was a really nice time. But was I talking about group hangs in my initial comments about not having seen Ben? No. No, I was talking about a slightly more intimate gathering, maybe dinner. So here, Ben, I invite you and your partner to dinner at my house sometime in the next couple weeks. And in the meantime, I hope nothing unpleasant happens to you, especially not in this week's episode of The Heroes Die. Hey, everybody. How are we doing this week? Hey. We're back on The Heroes Die. (laughs) Good. Good to hear that one demonic voice. Um, Got a question for you. And it is akin to one that I have asked in the past. And I think the one that I asked in the past was like a, a, a habit you had or a behavior you had as a kid. Um, that was a little weird and you, you, you kind of grew out of it. This is, what is one of the weirdest things you remember that you did when you were a kid? Or what is one of the sort of like stories about you as a kid that you may not remember, like have a clear personal memory of, but have definitely like created one because this is the story about you as a three-year-old taking your diaper off on the airplane. As a three-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> if, if you don't have one right away, yeah. I can help. I, I, have a, I have a little bit of a story that goes hand in hand with this question. Uh, when I was in preschool, I went to Trinity College Preschool. Uh, Trinity College is a uh, college in Hartford, Connecticut, where I was growing up. And there was a playground that was across a parking lot from the preschool building. We would go in there and it was sort of oddly shaped. It wasn't a circle. It wasn't a square. It like sort of had a, a, a square side where the playground was and then had this sort of field that I can still kind of picture just retreating off into the distance that sort of closed at a at like a just a corner. And when I was a kid, obviously, it seemed enormous, but in retrospect, it probably you know was no more than a hundred feet away at the end of the thing. And there was a tree at that far end of this field that went up a hill just a little bit. And I remember believing that I was joining a club Uh-oh. with some of the other kids when I went up to that tree <laughs> and took a shit behind it. <laughs> And wiped my ass with the leaves on the ground. Sure. Like a bear. (laughs) But yeah, like a like a bear that wipes its ass. And it it had to have been discovered at some point. And my thought is still there to this day. Just just fossilized. Whatever like (laughs) twenty something was working at this college's preschool program. And walked behind the tree, you know, 25 feet away from the playground and found several distinct piles of shit that clearly the kids in his care had left there. And I just, I just remember this. I just kind of remember this. I'm not going to lie, um, dude. That's a dope story. 
like you all had the wherewithal to form a club based around shitting behind a tree. You developed an initiation ceremony at three. That's incredible. Seemingly like no coordination. You all primally came to this realization. That's dope. That's like the human story right there, Sam. Yeah. We keep That's our how religions here. were built. And society shall grow. Holy cow. <laughs> Yeah, culture based on waste. You were probably that guy's thesis who was working for the preschool. (laughs) Well, he went to the Trinity Preschool College, so short thesis. You and your long tie-dye t-shirt, Sam. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, just just another weird little thing I did when I was a kid. That's dope, dude. That's a great story. Anybody else do something weird when they were a kid? Never. Not once. The joke around my household um, is all of my bizarre... Obsessions, notorious for lining up every single toy I ever owned in a straight line, going from, you know, like, whatever, my bedroom down the hall. (laughs) Playing firing squad. Some sort of parade. (laughs) Who knows what it meant. Um, Watching VHSs of movies and, like, old Disney movies, you know, like, you remember old Disney? Sorry, sorry, Rudy. How how long was the line of all of your toys? (laughs) <laughs> I, I mean, I remember it. I remember them being long. Yeah. Was it like an expression of look at all? Because I'm talking. My domain? Not, no, no. It, it was. It was <laughs> no. genuinely just lining them up. Like, you know, like because I'm not just talking about toys. I'm talking about stuffed animals. I'm talking about car, little toy cars and stuff. You know. I mean, I had a lot. Of, like, I basically like got all of my stuff. I got like a lot of hand me downs. You know. Mm-hmm. So like, I just had like all this weird like random stuff and i just used to put them all in a line Mm -hmm. um i'm sure it felt great because like you know as a as an adult with add completing tasks feels fantastic too you know (laughs) when i would watch the sandlot as a child which i did with frequency uh i would set up like couch cushions and shit as obstacles and when they would start running from the beast when he knocks down the fence i would start running and like jumping over shit and like diving onto stuff, like to the music, trying to act the scene with the kids while they would do it. And I would just go fucking ballistic around this room for the entire scene. And then I'd sit down and watch the end because it's really heartwarming. Oh my God. Being, this, dope, being the dude. age and the size where hurtling a couch felt like one of the greatest things of all time. And didn't kill you. Yeah, it didn't kill you. I would just shatter. When you were able to actually jump on furniture without breaking it, Ben. Boy, I know I talked about it last time, yep. but I think the weirdest thing I did was <laughs> pick it my own shit and uh, smear it on the bottom of my bed. <laughs> yeah. So, what's like the silver medal in your view? Because that's Boy. hands down. Where else did I smear it? Um, <laughs> when the bedpost wasn't available. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't remember too much. Uh, come, yeah, come back to me. I mean, you, uh, that, had, that one, you had an all-time Hall of Fame season with that episode. And if, yeah, if, if everything else is in the shadow of it, don't worry. You can, okay. you can hang your hat on that. Oh, I will. Under it, rather. <laughs> yeah. Smeared in shit. Yeah. Merganzer, I rem- when I was thinking about this question, I remember you peeing outside. <laughs> And your dad saying you were like a 
you know, golden ah, retriever. side. Oh, pute. Yeah. <laughs> pute. Okay. yeah. I didn't, I didn't like to vomit inside in the toilet with all the echo and all that. I liked, mm-hmm. liked being out in the yard. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, this one's, this is kind of endearing, so it's not like a weird, weird thing, but like apparently when I was in like preschool or pre-kindergarten one day at lunch, like I, I have no recollection of this, but the teacher said that I was in the corner, like with my like snacks or food and I had like a thing of juice and I was just mashing all the crayons into it like violently and very focused like I needed to get more into it. She came over. She was like, stop, stop, Morgan, what are you doing? And apparently like I dead ass looked at her and was like making crayon apple juice. And she was like, <laughs> oh, not wrong. I have to tell your mother about this now. <laughs> uh, yeah. He reads too good. Yeah. Because are you from a part of the country that says crayon? Yeah. Or crayon? Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. I guess I, I did have one as it relates to storytelling. Um, our, our family was big into camping when I was a kid. A uh, popular side activity when camping, sitting around a, a fire, telling scary stories. Apparently, it was decided that, well, it wasn't decided. I, I battered up and, and said, all right, I've got one. And this is, I was like fucking four. So head idiot. Um sitting there on the log, fire's rolling, and we're like, family's like, okay, man. Yeah, show us what you got, bud. What kind of nightmares you got going on in that head? Um and as I sit there staring into the fire, my eyes just grow wide and my white my face just kind of falls pallid. And and just like, no, no, I I can't tell it. It's too scary. Whether or not this is just stage fright and me finding a way out, could have been. Uh, I'm pretty good at lying about things. But uh, I like to think that I just had an incomprehensible horror, maybe from a past life, maybe from what I'd just come from, um, and, and ultimately decided the horrors uh, were not even worth sharing uh, for full-grown adults. So wish I knew what it was, because pr- it would probably be a banger. Probably skimmering it. That's, so it, but, That's yeah. incredible. <laughs> Will Harold? Mine is is uh, I actually was I forgot about this until Morgan told his story. But uh, in kindergarten, we had this assignment where we were learning the alphabet and we were making a little like picture book of like the alphabet. So we had to like for each letter of the alphabet draw like a a thing that started with that with that letter. So like A would like I do an armadillo, let's say. Um, and for C, I drew confetti. Um, but the thing is. That, yeah, um, that uh, I really liked the color black. So um, all that my page that was supposed to be C for confetti was, was me obsessively drawing lines down a single sheet of paper that kind of squiggled. <laughs> um, and I liked it so much that I didn't stop doing it. Um, so it was just imagine like a kindergartner just like, at a piece of paper, scrawling lines in black down a sheet of paper until like the entire like page is pretty much covered in black crayon. Yeah, um, everyone else is on to like yeah, like the Q kid in the ring. Or... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to go talk to the counselor. They like asked me like if everything was okay, all that sort of thing. Um, I totally I forgot about I think, that until I think t- you've told the now. story. Really? On the cast. Oh. Yeah, tell a different one. <laughs> the I mean, I, yeah. I for sure heard Will talk about the um, <laughs> the black all over the page because you were drawing a birthday party one time or something yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It was confetti for the for the birthday oh. party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to come up with a different repeats. one. We're 41 episodes <laughs> in at this point. So. Sure. <laughs> there, yeah. um, there is no I, way he has told Tell us about your first masturbatory experience instead. <laughs> I've done that too. 
<laughs> First one there was also kind of weird. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of really cranking it, um, well. Eugene stumbled into some rocks and you've got a big old Zulgath looking straight at Sven. I believe we left last episode with the promise of a roll for initiative. So I will open that screen and please let us roll. Let us roll. Okay. Let us roll. Fuck. Man, we got Andruk up there at 30, the professor at 26, Eugene at 21, Svend at 16, Leighton at 11. It is round one. Andruk, you are leading us off. You have sensed something is amiss from your compatriots 10 feet in front of you, looking into the room. What do you do? Yeah, I mean, I think Druk, you know, is on guard, as we all would be within, you know, an enemy stronghold, and uh, decides to stride forward, let's say, 20 feet to the west, and upon entering that room, sees the situation. And I'll mention that these black squares here are pillars that are Ah. running up to the ceiling. So those will provide, like, you you don't have a line of sight right now. Okay. His Zulgath uh, warrior kind of does look like the situation. Well, thanks. Yeah, that's that's nice. a that's a good uh, reference for all of our like forty year old listeners. And Jersey Shoreheads, <laughs> good Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's demographic, you know. Nice. That's really Jesus. Okay. Well, then Duke's going to keep going to his full 30, 30 feet of movement mm-hmm. and uh, get into point blank stance and then take a shot at this closet. Takes a shot at the closet. Unfortunately, not a method. Uh, is a 31 hit? Uh, 31? Well, let's see. Is that correct? If, if, if it doesn't, we can just turn around and leave now. <laughs> That's going to have to take this fight. That's a crit on Drew. 12 damage on my crit. 12 damage. Wow. All right. We didn't even let them explain themselves. No, we did not. It's tragic. We keep trying. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. It's a 14 because of the... Um, nope. 16 because of point blank stance. I didn't add that to a path builder. Excuse me. Oh, no, sorry. It's 45. It's 45 points of damage. It's 62. A nice chuck and damage out of that closet there. The professor, it's your turn. What do you got? Uh, the professor hears the commotion and comes uh, running the away from- The professor is still back at the summoning circle in the <laughs> previous room. Absolutely. Uh, the professor uh, comes running back. Uh, <laughs> And uh, runs out of the summoning circle room uh, next to Leighton and says, Leighton, what's going on in here? I haven't the slightest, but Andrew shot somebody. Oh, dear me, dear me. And uh, the professor will uh, run forward, uh, past Sven, toward Andrew to get a look at what's happening in this room. Professor is charging into the room. All right. Professor is in the room with one action left. What do you do? Uh, With one action left. And and, uh, and, uh, let's see. uh, There's a... Uh, I think I'm a uh, Ooh, a very large thing over there. And uh, the, uh, eh, I don't think I have anything useful that's one action. So that's it. All right, the professor moves into the room. Whew. Do I know its name? <laughs> <laughs> Love that question. Love that question. So Sheila P. Quonset. You come running into the room at the same moment. You see a Zulgath come out of a doorway just to the south and the west in the middle of the room. Yeah, shucks. Comes out, sees you, 30 feet of movement, gets him up in the professor's grill. Gonna swing out. You gotta swing out, swing out. With a club. 
That is an 18 to hit. Ah, just missed. The just professor missed. ducks down under the club. Whew, sometimes it's good to be three feet. Second attack, coming in with a claw. Oh, stop now, stop. All right, that is a 15 to hit. That is also a miss. So yeah, the Zulgath warrior charging out towards you, swings, swipes up with the claws, can't connect. It is now another creature's turn. Uh, maybe I uh, shouldn't have uh, charged into the uh, room here. Oh, dear. And materializing about 25 feet to the south of you, Professor, you see another closet appear. Uh, <laughs> give me a will save, Professor. Give me a will save. 25. 25, yes. You save. It's going to be half damage. Don't. No, it's not going to be half damage. It's going to be double. <laughs> a 25, you do save. You are frightened one. You are frightened one, Professor. Jeepers. Eugene, you are up. Care to redeem yourself from the failed stealth roll? Yeah, I mean, I kind of... So the black squares uh, are pillars. And what did you say these green mossy things are? They're like bales of hay. Okay, great. Oh, cool. Bales of hay. I love that. <laughs> That's neat. <laughs> oh, oh, bale of hay. They're like rough pallets strewn with hay. It looks like sleeping areas. And then Ooh, very comfortable. below us where the baddies are... <laughs> Am I correct in interpreting that as a bit of a bonfire? There's a bit of a bonfire down there in the center of the room. Ashagus mm. is standing beside it. That's for s'mores. Okay, okay. Ashigus yeah, Eugene is going to go 5, 15, 20 feet to right here. And then I'd like to cast Grease on the 10-foot squares, the southeast most square would be the one that's also the top right of the fire. Oh, you are trying to catch the grease on fire? Mm-hmm. There's a fire uh-huh. in one square. <laughs> There's a tiny bit of fire in one square. One little tinder is all it takes. You know, think about grease. <laughs> yeah, the whole, once, the, once it's lit, the whole thing's lit. Um, yeah, don't love the shape of it in this 10 foot by 10 foot square, but it's very easy to draw it. In oh, such he also a way could have drawn it on the... Like a diamond, and then you'd have like a bunch of it in the fire. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's very true. So we're gonna eschew drawing it perfectly because the idea is sound. Well done, Morgan. And that is gonna be a reflex save not to fall down. Alright. Does not fall down, but the flames do catch. And what is Oh, okay, so what do we want to say for damage? Uh let's give you um they were 1d6 plus 1 and a reflex save to see if she catches uh, if, if any of this grease on her catches a second reflex save the d6 the flames. The d- oh are you rolling it or I um, what's your what's your uh, dc for this spell 17 17 oof we're going to say that, uh, yeah, she she catches fire because of this. So it's going to be a D6 persistent fire damage because she Ooh. failed to reflex save and is now coated in grease, which is also burning, and it's catching her clothes on fire. So um, do you roll the D6 or do I? The fire whoops up around her. You roll this D6, and then there's also going to be persistent damage on her turn. It's going to tick now, and it's also going to tick on uh, on her turn think i have overpowered this just a little bit but it's okay 
I've already said it. We're not going to walk anything back because that's the kind of guy I am. Wow. Yeah. I love it. Just like Ron. Never walks away. In the spirit of fairness, I rolled a d6 and it was a 1. So you said 1d6 plus my caster level, which is... No plus on this. No plus. Just minus 1. But it will continue to tick uh, as persistent damage because the grease was able to get on her and light on fire. Hokely dokely. That's Eugene's turn. It is now... Ashigith's turn, so this will tick at the end of her turn. She is going to get the fuck out of the fire by moving to the north. And Those hay bales. Those, uh, <laughs> these, those are, these, are, these are pallets. She's running very quickly <laughs> past them, and uh, they are not igniting immediately. And you run quickly over up. a hay bale, Ben? <laughs> She's going to come up to Andrew. I don't think, so I think that's, that's an acrobatic check. Yeah. I could when so I was Sam, a child. Was that, a, was that a step and then a stride? Um, I'm, ask, I'm just asking as far as how many um, actions they 5, 10, 15, 20. Oh, out of the grease because she's right. moving out of the grease? Oh, is that a step and then a stride because it, she can step out of the grease. But if she wants to stride. No, she's not stepping. She's not moving carefully. She's just trying to get the fuck out but does succeed on the reflex save to just move without fear. And also I'm going to say that that grease is consuming so that that won't be there for much longer. Two more rounds. But she's like scrabbling out of this like grease fire with it like over the bone armor. It's fucking badass. Drawn her weapon on the way up, which is a great axe, and is going to take a swing at your friend and mine, Andruk. I'm everyone's friend. That's a 16 to hit. That's a miss. That is a miss. That sucks. Uh, that is three actions, though. That's a move, an attack, and an interact action. It is another creature's turn, slamming out around the same corner as its friend. Another Zulgath warrior comes from the room to the west, moves up to Eugene, and is going to take a swing with its club. Oh, geez. Can't hit for shit. That's a 14 to hit. That's a miss. Just comes up, fucking whiffs it. It's also going to take a swing with its claw. Oh, let's see. Can we do it? Can we do it? 15 to hit. Rolling do like garbage. Oh, I'm so mad. Sven, it's your turn. You're going to start mopping the floor? What's going on? Yeah, Sven is going to run up to the Zulgath that's uh, confronting the professor. Kind of go back to back with Eugene. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like a movie poster if you will, mm-hmm. um, in a uh, double swing at the Zulgath. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Charlie's Angels, but if, you know, but if there, there were, was only two angels. And one of them was a goblin. Oh, yeah. man, I'm right there with you, dude. I get yeah. it. Uh, that will be 22 to hit. 22 is a hit. Yeah. Uh, and that will be for uh, nine points of damage. Beef salad, dude. Nine and points of damage. And then coming through with the sickle. Uh, okay, that will be a 23 to hit. That's a hit as well. Also a hit. That will ping him for six points of damage. Six points of damage. Comes in, hammer to the dome, sickle to the gut. Still up, but in a lot of pain. Leighton. Well, on we go then. Uh, Leighton is going to leap up onto Claude's back, just like super, super acrobatically. And then I assume Claude has to do something to get over those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me an athletics check. Oh, God. We're going to shoot this horse with pleasure. <laughs> My God. 
Rudy, you said it while I rolled, and I'm going to tell you right now, I think it affected it. I think oh, it did, no. and I'm we're blaming shoot, you. Claude. Oh, God. Why'd you put no. that out there, Rude? I can't believe this. It's a total Layton. of a 13, the unluckiest roll I've ever seen. Leighton, I want you to go into the other room. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to... Uh, he breaks a leg, dude. Uh, <laughs> not the first time I put a horse down. Uh, he does not, but you do fail the athletics check to get over, so... Uh, you don't make it past. Uh, that is one of your actions. Uh, yep. And Claude. It, yeah. Uh, Claude is going to try to do it again. Okay, let's just back it up a little bit, and then we're just going to take a little hippity hop. Um, and they try it one more time, and that's a natural one. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we're for sure blowing this horse away now. <laughs> oh, dear. How many gold pieces is glue worth? <laughs> At right, which point, so, Leighton, <laughs> no, does no, something no, cool. bad happen? I'm going to say that that's a critical failure. Um, so Claude breaks his you... leg. It's going to get turned into glue. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, wait. Sam, what's the DC? Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a natural one. What's the DC? It's a skill uh, check. Yeah, but a skill check, I mean, for this, I think you can still critically fail. A natural checks. one reduces it by, by one level of success, right? So if he succeeds mm-hmm. anyways, he goes from success to failure. So is oh, it... Yeah. Is it well, uh, what an eleven or below? Uh, no. Oh. Just well, a thirteen failed, and you hadn't rolled a natural one, so I figured that this was an even lower number than thirteen. Um, that was why I didn't mean to be I didn't shoot him. That. Shoot um, him. <laughs> so, uh, Claude crashes through uh, this. He slams up into it and knocks it over. So you are still. Claude is still where he is, but now there is no longer a check to get through this rock pile. It's the best critical failure I've ever rolled. And he is, uh, Leighton is going to disentangle himself from the saddle and uh, try to get his arms back up and I guess fire off a, fire off a little electric arc hitting the, the Zulgath that is flanked by Sven and the Professor and uh, the big scary boss against Andruk. So that's going to be a Just reflex. Just like they sing about yeah. Fire off an electric arc. Ah. Touches from my heart to yours. It's a great song from the 70s. Really groovy. Yeah. Electric heart. Yeah. Anyways, can I get two reflex saves? And two see what this does saves. to their Coming sort up. of nervous system? Absolutely. First reflex save <laughs> from the Zulgath warrior closest to you. And 20. That is a success. 20 is a success. And from Ashagith, who can't seem to find herself today. Oh, that's her name? Uh, 15. Ashigeth. That is a failure. Uh, so Ashagith mm-hmm. is going to take nine points of electricity damage and the Zulgath in between is going to take four. And, oh, that's and that reminds me, Morgan, can you roll a d6 for that persistent damage on her? Oh, yeah. That's a four. Four more points of damage. We do a lot of energy damage. Like different we types. We do a lot of energy damage. It's a good energy crowd, you know? Leighton, is that your turn? (laughs) That's my turn. It is Leighton's turn coming up. It is the final combatant of this round, the Quasit, going to take a step towards Eugene and lash out with a claw. Come on, baby. It's a 25 to hit. That'll barely do it. Oh. That is going to be four damage, and can I get a fortitude save? Yeah. 
Grudgingly so. So Natty won? Oh dear. Giga failure. Um, before we resolve that, I should also say that you take four slashing damage and you also take four evil damage. Four evil damage. You have also succumbed to Quasit Venom. Because you critically failed, you are going to go directly from stage one to stage two. It's terminal Quasit. Question, because Eugene also has poison resistance. Oh. Okay. Um, He's not turning into a quasi today. Does that give you a bonus, or what does what does poison resistance do? What's the text? Let's there? read it. Your body has become fortified against toxins. You gain poison's resistance equal to half your level, and you gain a plus one status bonus to saving throws against poisons. Okay, so the status bonus isn't relevant because you still a really, zero. Yeah, failed this, um, but you do have two points of immunity to poison damage. So that will be relevant here as I roll four points of damage. You're only going to take two of them because of that resistance. Cool. Excellent. It's going to come at you one more time with them claws. 16. That's a miss. So lashes out with those claws. You get infected, take some pretty serious damage from it, but you're able to shrug off the worst effects of the poison. That is the end of round one, the top of round two. Brings us straight back to Andruk's turn. Andruk, what's going on? Yeah, um, Druk's going to stride 25 or 20 feet to the west, essentially coming back the direction that he came from, and going to take a shot or two shots at the um, Zulgath kind of right in front of him. My life for a creature with a reaction. I have gotten <laughs> very lucky so far with that, I will be honest. All right, um, first attack. It's a 33. Let me check. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's a crit. Uh, not rolling great on these crit rolls, though. 14. Uh, 14 well, points of damage. My you're still getting damage. one of those two rolls uh, doing a lot of work for you. And uh, my second attack is a 21. 21, that is a hit. And that's just five points of damage. Also, something that I have consistently forgotten throughout the course of play, I need a fortitude save because it is very stinky near Ashikith and these other Zulgaths. Yeah. Dude, that Zulgath warrior is a stud. He is unfucking killable. It's a 21. Uh, 21 is a save. And this is for everybody. Oh. I got a 25 on Leighton and a 20 on Claude. Save, save. for spend as well. 20 for spend, save. Oh, no. Very bad. Very bad. That's an 8 for the professor. It's a 16 for Eugene. An 8 for the professor and a 16 for Eugene. Fail, fail. So both of you are going to be sickened. (laughs) Great. (laughs) And you are going to take... A minus two circumstance penalty to saves to recover from the second condition. So should you Great. choose to retch or something like that, you're going to take a minus two against What's that. What's the sickened value? You are sickened one. Great. Frightened one, sickened one, plus minus two. Fuck you, Sam. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Rudy's having flashbacks of his senior prom. <laughs> was very, was very frightened, very sickened, very ill, and very scared. Uh, Andrew, is that your turn? That's a move to attacks. Everybody, it's my turn. Gone. Professor, you are up. What's good? My goodness, 
And, uh, sickened, I can't really do much of anything, can I? So the professor, uh, minus two and all, is going to try and get over this thing. Get a quick wretch? Get a yeah. quick wretch going? Yeah. Roll it. Pretty well. Dabs himself in the eye. <laughs> it's a six on the die! <laughs> so is, is this a fortitude save, Sam? I'm sorry. It's a fortitude save yeah, and a minus a, two. Great. There you go. Fuck off. It's a ten. <laughs> yeah, no, that... Hold on, let me double... Nope, fail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I bet it is. Was that, uh, <laughs> is retching a one-action thing or a two-action thing? I think it's a one-action thing, and you can keep going, dude. Keep yeah, going come on. But it is an attack action, so you're going to be taking uh, the... <laughs> oh, <laughs> stop it. Just can't quite get that tonsil. Uh, yeah, hold on. I can give myself a little, a little poke in the gut there. Let's see if this works. Hootie. It's an eight on the die. <laughs> That'll be two better than your last one. So yeah. a four. Uh, yeah. or, sorry, a, four, no, a 12. A four. That is also a fail. A 14. A oh, 14. yeah, well, a 12. No, you're right, with the minus two. Let's try one more. Yeah, let's try one more. What the hell? Whoop. <laughs> it's a six again. <laughs> so, Professor, I don't mean to, like, really rub your nose in this, but what does it look like? You're not rubbing my nose into anything. That's the problem. <laughs> what, is the, what does it look like when you just... What is it? What is failing to retch in this moment? Look so, like? so I think I think what it looks like is you know like when you're feeling really sick, but you can only get a little bit of bile, mm-hmm. and you do the old, uh-huh. and then you, but just but, 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 but it's from... it's not coming, so you just give the so you just do the old, <laughs> like you're doing like the little spits. Yeah, and it's just like once it once it starts coming, it's gonna come. There's like you know, a vague a vague saltine cracker taste, but you haven't had any saltine crackers yet. You know, like the doing stand up, and it's always sunny Philadelphia. <laughs> Incredible bit where she just gets so nervous that she just starts kind of, yeah, dry heaving in the middle of her set. <laughs> what about <laughs> man? <laughs> so that's three of those actions yeah. of yeah. not being able to vomit yeah, in just, the middle of the night. Just bile dribbling into his beard. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> uh, so is this Eugene's turn yet or, or like what's going on yeah, listeners love this one yeah we're going to want to go ahead and warn folks that they're going to have to listen to that because <laughs> some but I'm people not, but that's going to be a problem but I've been, I've, been, I've been snapped out of uh, being frightened now right uh, you are no longer frightened yeah, oh, you are good. No so he wipes frightened. the uh, he wipes the little flecks of that morning's breakfast off of his chin doesn't quite get it all out but no, at least he's not a, frightened a very disgusting, almost sick. Zulgath warrior in front of you is going to try to take advantage of your hamperment. Well, he's going to throw up too. It smells like a stadium bathroom in here. <laughs> no, but he's going to take a swing, and that's a 20 to hit, Professor. Ooh, that'll hit. That'll hit. 10 points of damage, max damage Ooh. from its club. And then it's coming up with the claw. Big bonk. He bonks him real good. I'm down to 24 points of hit. Misses you on the second one, so connects, but can't quite get that claw to find purchase. The old P.O.H. You have long hit. <laughs> oh, let's see. But we've got. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna swing we're gonna swing one one more time there just to see if we catch the natural twenty. We do not. It is the second Quasit's turn. It is standing right next to Eugene. It's gonna take a guarded step forward. And get in flanking position with the other closet. Eugene, you are flat-footed, a minus two to AC, and it's going to come at you with a claw. Ooh, 
Not sure. Pretty close. That's going to be an 18 to hit at minus 2 to your AC. Doesn't miss, dog. Yes. Got that 21 dog in him. All right. One more time. One more time. Okay. That's going to be a 20 to hit minus 2 to your AC. Let me do the math. You know that'll hit? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that feels good. Coming at you. Uh, Give me a fortitude save as you take some of this damn bony. That is going to be three points of slashing damage, three points of evil damage, and that is 17 on the die for your uh, fortitude save. Yeah. Yes, you pass. You pass on the fortitude save. Yeah. Hmm. So it's three and three, you said. Three slashing, three evil. Three slashing, three evil. Yes. Okay, thanks. Eugene, you are up. You are still poisoned from the previous quasit attack. Now, um, I'm not entirely clear on what the rules are for when you roll the fortitude save to see if you continue to advance down the poison track. Uh, For lack of something more clear in the rules, we're going to treat this poison as though it were persistent damage. But unlike persistent damage, in which you'd roll that DC 15 flat check after you take it, we're going to roll the fortitude save before you would take the damage at the end of your turn. We're timing it similarly to the persistent damage, but we are reversing the when you roll. That's basically it. So take okay. a turn as normal. At the end of it, you're going to roll a fortitude save to see if you progress on the poison track. Sick. Eugene's feeling queasy, and he's going to turn himself into a bear. There we go. <laughs> going to cast Wild Shape on himself. And then, Sam, um, looking at the quasits on almost every side of him, there's one that's taken damage. Which one is that? It's the one to your west. Cool. Uh, Eugene, uh, vomit almost squeaking out of his now bear-like mouth, uh, is going to take a big old chomper at that duder. And that's going to be uh, 14 to hit. 14 to hit is Amos. I'm going to end my turn. This is a fortitude save? A fortitude save, please. Okay, it's a 19 on the die for a 21. 19. 20, 20. 19, that is a success. Or a 20, Ooh. that is also yeah, a success. because I get, I get a plus one on poison stuff because of poison resistance. Nice. So you are going to move from stage two, which you arrived at because you predictably failed, to stage one. You are still going to take 1d6 of poison damage. Mm-hmm. Two points of poison damage, you lucky son of a gun. You don't take any of that because you are poison resistant. All right. Resistant! <laughs> <laughs> it is. Poison resistant! Uh, it is the end of Eugene's turn. It is now Ashikit's turn. She is going to step up. See you, Professor. Professor. Oh, well. That axe Fuck is it. twice the size of your whole fucking pawn, my guy. Now, 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 see here, uh, <laughs> friend. Rob, life, your life depends on it, my friend. Oh, oh, my. You did not crit him. Gosh. Crit him. Fuck it. Kill him. It's a 17 to hit. That's a miss. Now you're sick. <laughs> I am. And I am at 18. Woo! This is 
maddening. The professor could maddening. never be so sick he'd get so, hit so by Sam, this person. Sam, that's for sure like in Looney Tunes when she swipes the axe and it looks like it cut the professor's head off and then his head comes out from under his collar. Yep. Or you're, you're, you're still turning over to Wretch, right? You're like, <laughs> yeah, just like perfectly timed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to come back at you one more time with the axe. Natural one. Natural one. Oh and my hits God. She hits it's, herself with the axe. It yeah. is my dice that says fuck for the natural one. So you crit, it's it, really, you crit yourself. Really not having a good time over over here at Sam's place. Ugh. That is Ashigat's turn to move and attack and then attack. Zulgath Warrior, it is now their turn. They are going to swing out with their club at Eugene. We'll see what happens, see if we can get a little bit of traction here. I'm going to put that dice down for right now. We're going to pick up this one. Looks a little sinister. That's a 20 to hit. Uh... And you're not flanked by this by this combat. Yeah, so I don't take that minus two. Right. You don't take the minus two, but your AC changes when you're in bear form, right? I have the option, I think, to change it. Oh, a spicy little armor change option? Yeah. Spicy little AC option. Oh, wait, no. If no, 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 no. If it's for you? No, oh, put on a couple of. No, you're right, pants. Sam. No, it's. A uh, chainmail shirt? It's, it, it is a hit because the AC is not optional to change. Sorry. It's 16 plus my level, so my AC is 20. Heard. Coming in with a little club damage here. That is going to be five points of damage. Five points of damage. You know, like a waiter Bonk. dropping bottle service on you. It's a little light club. And come in with that claw. It is agile. So seven to hit. Seven hit. Seven probably. Seven connecting with the bear. Because he's a bear, I'm going to say no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll roll with that. I get it. I, get I it. like that it's story. I like that it's story driven. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's really qualitative <laughs> mechanic here. <laughs> Sevens oh, would never hit bears. One more claw. <laughs> I think that's reasonable. <laughs> and uh, zero to hit, which is lower than seven, so we don't need to go back to New York for the replay booth. That is a miss. Sven, you're up. Finally! Uh, great continent. Uh, Sven is going to just finish off uh, this guy right in front of him, who's bearing down on Professor, uh, and hopefully make his way over to... Ashagoth, that will be 17 to hit. 17 to hit is a hit. Woo! Kill. You have become too powerful for these enemies. Uh, 10 points of damage. What's it look like? Yes. Just accordions him. Just big old (laughs) hammer straight down. You see the fold of his body sort of rivet out. And man, he doesn't look good. He's two-dimensional. Cartoony sort of like slips under one of the hay bales. Yeah, the uh, Acme little... company is taking up shop in the northern part of the room. Yeah. <laughs> you wipe the floor with that, dude. And then he's going to, let's see, yeah, take a step forward um, to get up all snugly with the professors in his last moments of life uh, and take <laughs> another swing <laughs> at the uh, professor. At Ashagoth. That's incredible. Okay. With either of attack battles, yeah, that's uh, less. Something but... you are unfamiliar with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who is she? Um, that I will still be I twenty-two twice, to hit. and then they're dead. Yeah, no, that's, that's a simple process. I believe it will be twenty-two to hit. Twenty-two to hit. It's a hit. That's a hit. Yeah. Bonk bonk. Um, here comes the hammer. Oh uh, yes. Okay. Uh, that will be twelve points of damage. Eleven hit points left. Oh my yes. god. Yes. Yes. 
Still gets kills per hit. <laughs> Love to see. <laughs> wow. The shooting That's efficiency on his fed is just it's out really of this fucking world. Yeah. It's a massacre. Do I have to have fortitude save then, too? Um, you already did. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. That's a one-time thing. Cool. Yep, you already did, and you are you are you are clear for the next minute for What's all Knud's fortitude save, How's he hmm? doing under the scarf? Yeah. <laughs> Knud, uh, Knud died like 10 episodes ago. We just haven't really touched on it. <laughs> oh, my God. It'll then, eventually kill Sven. I am yeah, so yeah, terminal. Terminal sorry Knud. I didn't respond to that email. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners have forgotten my attitude. <laughs> really a one-trick pony with his voice modulator. So. <laughs> Rutherford understands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who? <laughs> this is why I got caught hey. on. I have object permanence shit. Everyone, I'd like you to meet my cousin Oliver, who'll be joining us for the next few episodes. <laughs> uh, Leighton, you're up. Leighton is looks down at Claude for a second. Claude looks up at Leighton like, fucking leave me alone, and trots them very slowly around this corner in what is for them a sedate and interesting, momentous charge. Um, I can't turn my pawn anymore, Sam, so that's just going to be what that looks like until you can thank you. Claude is cut in half by the sharpness of the wall. <laughs> His maneuverability is really off. He's he's kind of just like a like an old like snake turner. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, we come dashing around that corner. Leighton is going to cast Magic Weapon on his own spear. Ooh. And uh, come down on this closet with it and see if we can shish kebab. That's a natural 20. Yes. Incredible. And that's fun because I get extra damage because of the horse. Oh, how cool. Uh, all right, give me a sec here. I've never <laughs> hit with this weapon. Mountain in combated, combatant feats? <laughs> no, I get it automatically. He's a horse with a support benefit called momentous charge got it got it got it so that's gonna be oh no that's gonna be i can help it truly I... was a momentous charge he's a horse right all right <laughs> uh well he's a half elf spear propelled by a horse so give me like horse momentum with like half elf weight yeah, you get yeah, it. yeah he's a he's a horse right <laughs> um wearing any shoes Stop. <laughs> this actually I don't totally know how this rule works so because the weapon is magic it goes from 1d6 to 2d6 right mm -hmm. um, it gets a plus 1 from the magic then it's a crit right so I get 4d6 off that mm -hmm. then momentous charge I get 2 damage for each die do I count that off the 4 or off the 2 I think you gotta count it off the 4 love that okay so this is gonna be 4d6 plus 9 Mm -hmm. That's okay. Um, 13, 22 points of piercing damage. 22 points of piercing damage. Oh, it uh, doesn't have a lot of life left. Tell you that. You know that. Great. Claude is going to rear back and kick it. Jeez Louise. Uh, that's over a 20 to hit. And what's it look like? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Layton... tell, me, tell me, describe the whole thing. <laughs> they come around this corner. Claude, like, very like tiptoe horsing his way over the stones and then they just dive on the closet stab it through the head and like kick it in the nuts and drop oh it out of the air God. <laughs> it's you know the size of a teddy bear it's the size of a teddy bear yeah just the tiny cherubic devil and it's dead 
Does Claude do anything? Oh, that's a move and an attack from Claude, a spell and an attack from Leighton. <laughs> <laughs> this is painful. It hurts to laugh right now. For the listeners at home, I want to kind of bookend maybe this session. I don't know how long I have. Um, <laughs> I have a very IRL case of diarrhea coming on right now. Steak nachos that I plugged down. And Rudy just pulled out the incredible, incredible idiom that I have not yet heard for this condition. Pull some mud. <laughs> Yes. Also, thank you, Morgan, for so affectionately texting me "War Storm" when I first left the group. No, dude. Uh, uh, laughing isn't making the situation better. Uh, yeah, you got a little rumbly in your tumbly there. Yeah, it's, it's storming its way through me. It's um, uh, Ben. Um, I'll yeah? stop. I'll stop for recording. You wearing some gray sweatpants? Oh, don't worry about it. It's not coming quite yet. It's it's just coming down the works. It's like a mid abdomen thing right now. Yeah. But I'll let you know when I have to go because I'll I'll be going. Yeah, because you'll be gone. <laughs> it's soup, not stew. Right. Plugging that damn sort of the boy with the thumb and the dike. Um, but once that once that breaks away, no telling how much Cole has got removed left. his headphones. Um, which is the response I oh. love right now. All right. Okay. That is Leighton's turn. He and Claude proved to be quite the effective quasit-killing machine. And I don't think that uh, it is. There is one more quasit left alive, and it is oh, its turn. It is going to swipe at Eugene. <laughs> Eugene, this is going up against your full AC. Oh, no this quasit fighting. really irritates my bowels. <laughs> That is going to be a 22 to hit. We'll be clear, this is my bear AC. Bear AC. <laughs> B-E-A-R. Oh, wait, let me check with the experts. Yep, B-E-A-R. Yep. Yeah, that's going to hit. That'll hit. Coming in with a bit of damage here for you. Ooh, brother. That's going to be five points of slashing damage, three points of evil damage, and can oh. I please get a fortitude save against a poison? Fortitude save against a poison. It's a fat four on the die for a 13 14. 13 14. 14 does not connect. I'm going to say that since you are already exposed to this poison, you are going to go from stage one, which you're already at, to stage two upon re exposure. You're going to take mm-hmm. 1d6 of poison damage. Minus two. Three points of poison damage on the die. One point IRL because you have poison resistance. That is the first swipe on behalf of the Quasit coming in again with a claw. Ooh, looking pretty good. That's another 22. That'll hit. Rolling damage here. That is going to be one point of slashing damage and three points of evil damage. One more fortitude save against poison. And the D20 says 15 on the die for a 25. 25. That is a success. So you do not advance further along that track. One more here coming in with the claw. Just, you know, what the hell? Four on the die. Not going to hit. That's the end of round nice. two, the top of round three. It is Andruk's turn. Andruk, what's going on? Druk's going to run 25 feet to the west to get in the corner. Uh, screaming, are y'all ready to surrender yet? And uh, then take two shots at this closet. It's a 29 on the first attack. 29 is a crit. Damn, shit. Is that 15 only crits damage? for you? 
Yeah, I'm I, I'm really upset that I'm using it all for this battle. 15, uh, 15. damage takes it off the map. Wow. Uh, Woof. He'll keep firing this time at the Zulgath. It's a 15. 15 is a miss. Oh. That's all for Druk. Who doggy. Professor, it's your turn. Yes. Ooh, the excitement is palpable. Uh, the professor will attempt to hit the Zulgath with a produce flame. And I believe I'm no longer uh, sickened, right? You are still sickened. I'm still sickened? I thought it was only one. Yeah, you're sickened one, but it doesn't reduce because the cause oh, of your sick, being sickened is still Well, I'll present. take a chance with the produce flame anyway. Okay. Halakahooty. Damn it. That's an eight. <laughs> you might want to refresh that's, your random seed on roll 20 there bud that's a that's a 17 to hit 17 to hit uh is a miss oh the professor will try to vomit in shame the professor tries to vomit in shame roll that fortitude save okay thank fucking jesus that is a um 24 to hit uh that's a 24 fortitude save right yes you're still operating at the minus two, but that is a 22, which is a success nevertheless. So you are no longer sickened. And it is the Zulgath warrior's turn. No, that Zulgath warrior is dead. So is that closet. It's Eugene's turn. Well, feeling nauseous as ever. Eugene's going to take another big old bite at this dude right on top of him. God, I fucking let's just stop using the roll twenty. Uh, <laughs> my dice, I dude. It, I have dice. I literally all my shit is packed up in places I don't know in this house. Oh no! You sound happy about it though. Yeah, no, it's been awesome. Let's talk about it more. Um, okay. Eugene's gonna you attack. Something more fun like my diarrhea. Yeah, no. Well, we're talking about that plenty. Um. I'm going to just attack again with that sweet, sweet iterative attack penalty. That's not going to do it, and we'll do it a third time for shits and giggles. All right, that's Let's just Eugene's call out turn. numbers between lower than 10 from here on out. Just whatever. <laughs> Two, yeah. nine, four on the die for Eugene there. That is a bummer. And so, yeah, I imagine the bear just gnashing out with its teeth but cannot connect as the creature that you are attacking Zulgath warrior, column number two, looks around, sees everybody dead, and goes running away into this room. And suddenly you hear, Dung! Oh, shit. Dung! Oh, boy. Dung! Oh, dear. Hmm. As it seems, some kind of alarm gong has been rung. And we'll pick it up there next week. Thanks for the heads up, Ron. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Hey, Ben. Sorry. I just I have a couple questions for you. If you could just stick. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, Cole. (laughs) (laughs) Do you mind switching over to Bluetooth so that we can stay on the horn? Let me hit you with the Zoom. I'm going to actually try to. I think I've got long enough of a DSLR cable or, yeah, a DLR cable to, yeah, just bring the mic in with me. We'll get this.